0: Welcome to it. This is episode ten. Is it ten? Somewhere around there. Ten or eleven. This is a, t- a double digit episode. Ten the feels good. The, ten feels right. Yeah. The inside the park pocket. It's definitely eleven. Is no, it I'm really? It out loud. Damn. Wait. I gotta. No. No. We're doing it. We're rolling with. We're calling it eleven. We're going live. We're going eleven. We... We'll do it live. Either it's okay. If it if we didn't do a ten, then we're skipping and we skip ten. Yeah. Because ten's a stupid number. Bitch-ass number. Ugh. All right, so either way, episode 11, the Inside the Park podcast. Welcome to it. I said that already. Fuck. I think I'm going to fire you and <laughs> just hire a robot to do your job. This episode is going to be called Extensions, Extensions, Extensions.
1: And not the hair
0: kind. No, not the hair kind.
1: You like that one?
0: The that was a little tidbit. Excellent. I Actually, if anyone ever had listened to the episode before this one, we actually mentioned... That we thought there were going to be a bunch of these, so you know.
1: Called it. Pretty well, much. I
0: mean, no, I'm not saying we're prodigies. No, like, yeah. I'm not saying we're the best in the game. Insider, maybe. Um, expert, definitely. Um, yeah, that's. I would just go with those two monikers off the bat. I'm not saying we're the best. I'm just saying you we're not. No, that's <laughs> not what I searched.
2: <laughs>
1: I like Nolan
0: Arenado. You can't even read. So. <laughs> There's that. All right. No, so... um, Special episode today. Special episode? Oh, we got our first interview. Yeah. So, just to run it off the bat, we're going to do... We're going to cover Nolan. We're going to cover Miles Mikolas on the Cardinals. We're going to talk a little Aaron Hicks and future Yankee contracts. And then, on the back end, we're going (laughs) to... God damn it. (laughs) On the back end, we're going to throw... Nolan looks uh, good. On the back end, we're going to throw our first interview with uh, Matt's buddy, Jake.
1: Yeah. So, we'll... uh, at the end, we and on Instagram, we'll link um, we'll link to his show and see where you can find him out. So he's a good friend of mine. And, yeah, absolutely. Uh, uh, excited to have him on. All right, run it. All right, you want to
0: jump right in? Yeah, let's do it. Um, so Nolan announced this morning right around 10, a uh, hefty <laughs> contract. 260 mil? Over 8, which uh, comes out like to about 32. 30, 31, 32, yeah, yeah. Yeah, somewhere in there, yeah. which is the highest average annual value current currently available right These yeah. for at least you know probably 24 hours he's gonna have the biggest contract in baseball yeah which uh, well the biggest uh average annual value per year, f- yeah, yeah. in baseball and um honestly i think this is a win-win um if i give my brief 30 second spiel i think uh I mean, off the bat my first thought is like that almost feels low mm. but uh but it's higher than manny which you know it's a box he wanted to check signs him through how old's the man currently 27. Stat boy. Get on. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, so was signed through 35. Yeah. That's the, just the right number. hmm Signed through 35. He's now, now, Arenado, this to me is a great deal for both. It's great money for him, and it keeps him in Colorado, which is where I wanted him to stay. And I, I, I feel a deep collective breath being exhaled. By all the Arenado jersey owners. Yeah. You know, you love it. The you man looks it. good in purple. Put it on the wall. I think he's a Rocky for life now. So, yeah. that's awesome. That's the uh, the best third baseman in baseball. Second best player in baseball? Second best player behind. No, I'd take Mookie over him. So, it goes Trout, Mookie, Arenado? Altuve. Altuve. Fair enough. Fair enough. Mom's no, a big like, Altuve fan. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, Altuve is definitely fourth for, uh, like, Arenado over Altuve. All right, get the smut off Fair. the goddamn <laughs> computer.
1: Look up Arenado's stats. I don't even know what you're talking about. Um, Aaron Hicks, let's talk about it. Seven years, seventy. We were talking about this yesterday, and initially I was, pissed, absolutely livid. Yeah. Cause, obviously, the first thing that jumps out, in that's seven years. And we thought he's twenty nine. Yeah, yeah we, we thought looking over baseball that yeah, okay, GM's learned their lesson. No more long team deals. You yep. know? I'm not gonna go beyond we're not gonna give players that sort of control. But Absolutely. seven years for seventy mil, you're looking at ten mil a year, it's cheap. It's a value play. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm getting from Cashman. What I think what I think he's thinking, you know, me and Brad Guy sitting down for lunch or having sushi. He says, seven years, 70 mil. I say, yeah, you're going to flip him in two years, right? He said, yeah, yeah, we're going to flip him. Of course. Yeah, of course yeah. We're, we're not keeping Aaron Hicks and handcuffing a minor league system of young
0: players that are coming up. Yeah, Aaron Hicks was just part of that DD, Aaron Hicks, Starling Castro, Bilo. Yeah. But you took on a lot of high uh, high upside like former top prospects right around 2014 yeah. and so far they've all hit pretty much. Yeah, it
1: it's been a good ride. I said we ride him out for 3 years and then we flip them because
0: of the value on his contract is so low. I think yeah. we'll be able to find him a home elsewhere. It's not a it's not an albatross contract. It's something even if say he even if even if his numbers dip it's just like, do you want a veteran outfielder that can play three positions and switch hits? Yeah. Okay. At, at, ten, at ten a year.
1: With a cannon of an arm, which yeah. we both agree is better than Cespedes. Arm. It's one of so. the
0: better. It's a top ten arm, probably. Yeah. yeah. Like, maybe. Definitely better it's, than Cespedes. It'd be close. Like, it's, top it'd be, ten? It'd be the number one arm at first base in the league, probably. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just saying, if I take Cespedes
1: and I take Aaron Hicks if you take and I give him a ball... <laughs> And I say if you take throw them, this
0: thing. If you take them both in your prime, I don't I think it's Cespedes. Okay. The man can barely walk. So. That's my point. That yeah. Cespedes obviously can't like keep up right now. He's got two broken feet, basically. Yeah. <laughs> and he's also like Another value pick. He's also <laughs> really heavy. <laughs> he looks so fat. He, he took his eating this offseason to the next level. <laughs> I bet his golf swing's never been better though. Yeah.
1: He's a great low
0: ball hitter. Yeah, yeah, he gets down. Oh yeah, he does. Well, I mean, yeah, <laughs> I should. You, what do you I mean? I should know. Well, I mean, yeah, no. The the preferred cespitist pitch is a is a, uh, a a slider that just breaks over the knees. Yeah. And those are the ones that you're like, oh, that was a mistake. The knees that aren't breaking. Yeah, that's the, yeah. The knees, that, the feet that aren't moving. The, yeah. The knees that aren't bending. That's okay. We'll see. I honestly, I mean, mentally, I'm just like, he'll sit the year, whatever. Yeah. I mean, for me, the bigger problem is now uh, Todd Frazier and Jed Lowry are both injured. Which is cool. Well, they we were talking about this yesterday. The Mets took the right process
1: on Jed Lowry.
0: Oh, just. You mean like taking him instead of like piling all their money into one player? Or? I
1: meant how they took him out immediately. Oh, yeah, the, yeah.
0: Yeah, agreed. I think the the safest bet is like, okay, we've got five weeks to play with. We're not going to f- power through anything. Just hang out. If you get him a week past yeah. opening day, it doesn't matter. You what know, it I mean, it's still a good pick. Absolutely. It, it was just clearing the deck, hopefully, a spot for Alonzo. Yeah. Cool. Mashed the ball yesterday. Start, he's hitting real nice. Yeah. Glaber's swing looks nice, and uh, both our boys went. Fernando deep, Tatis Jr. has been hammering. Really, the ball. I haven't shot. I have. Sure oh, haven't. he's hitting the ball hard. He went deep today, and I mean, like off the bat, you're like, oh, line drive double. No, mm-hmm. it cleared. It's like it's like you can see it on the screen for a very long time. Like it stays. You know, it goes up over the pitcher's to sh- right shoulder, and it's it's. He, pimp the shit out of it. He's wearing number 84. I don't know if he's sticking with that. I hope not. I kind of want him to be like number one or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Machado got 13 again, right? I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure. I still like that deal. I like him on the Padres. But that's... Well, uh, we're going to throw that on the end. That
1: makes more sense to me
0: now. What do you mean? Like... Tatis and Machado? Yeah. Or like how Machado got sold on them? Yeah, that... Their core is for real. Yeah, I mean the more... Eric Hosmer might be the worst player on their infield. Yeah. Which Isn't is scary. Funny? <laughs> Which is scary. Yeah, because he's an average player at worst. Uh, I just remember, like, thinking these last couple of days, I'm
1: thinking more and more about it, the more I, I like it. You know, before my mindset was, like, the Padres are yeah. just getting a big contract, making a splash, and they don't really know what, you know... It seemed like a futile effort, yeah. but the more I look into their players and, and what they got coming, the more and more
0: I like it. It just came to me, so I'm spitballing, and maybe it doesn't work, but I know they need... Well, I know they need uh, starting pitchers. Starting pitching is their biggest hole. bullpen's always good in San Diego, historically. Um, The infield, like we said, is stacked, and I think Austin Hedges is the real deal, plus Mejia behind the plate. Yeah, Um, that's a double-headed monster, catching-wise. That's awesome. It's just coming to me, so maybe the numbers don't work out, but, uh, well, I think their next move is to get a starting pitcher, and if they can do that and get rid of Will Myers' contract, which I think they'd like to do, I would – is Will Myers for Zach Grinky on the table. Plus He's more got a, from Diamondbacks? It would have to be plus more cuz his contract's loaded. But, I mean they owe, I think they owe Myers more than Grinky's owed. Really? Or it's pretty close. Like I think greinke has got less years, but I think the money's the same mm-hmm. where it's like, you know, grinky has got like 2 or 3 left for like 80 something and uh Myers I mean, has probably got like five Myers or is six. like 5 for 80 yeah. or 70 something. I wouldn't have a so,
1: deep dive in numbers, but okay, let's let's just say those are the numbers. Straight up for Grinky, it would take more yeah. for
0: Myers, I think. Yeah, I think it would take Myers on a because you're lowering your annual, you know, the money you're trying to get rid of. It would take Myers on a prospect. I mean, that but, would but be but a, not a top, not a big not a big no. chipper. No, no, someone no, no, outside no, the no, top no. ten probably. Some, something they like, like a like a a tool of the outfielder that's like 19 years old.
1: Well, that's the thing about the Padres; is their first. 20 prospects and their top
0: 30 are I mean, all amazing pretty much they're all legit i mean they've got some real starting pitching coming down the pipe but it's still like like how their infield now is going to get its first taste their new infield this year that's going to be their pitchers next year so you're looking on the outside at 2021 20, being the first year where we're like this is the core like Cut. we're going for it right, right and i think start. they would like to kick start that with one legit starting stud like I mean, a Chris Archer, just a type to put at top, and just kind of like say, "All right, you're you're young enough to be a part of it, but you're still old enough to show them how it's done." Kind of. Yeah. Like Syndergaard makes sense. It would just cost them an arm and a leg. Right. That's all. It's like Nicolas
1: Cage and uh, National Treasure. You know? It's exactly like he's that. He's got the, uh, he's got the light, and he's leading the way. Absolutely. You know, enough 100%. experience. He's been there. It's like you know, I've I've
0: found treasure before. The puzzle pieces are all there for this analogy. Yeah. I think it works yeah. if you keep deep diving
1: it. I'm, yeah. You're not you're not really feeling it. I can
0: feel I, that. I feel <laughs> that you feel <laughs> that Nicolas Cage is maybe a more important thing to this. No, thing. I think he's a worldwide phenomenon. Why don't you go ahead and tell the folks more about Miles? That's high praise. Uh, <laughs> Miles Mikolas. Or, if it's like McCallis, and I've been saying it wrong, I apologize, but it's spelled like Mikolas. First off, First team, all mustache. My yeah. man is rocking a hardcore milkman. Ron Swanson would be proud. This was uh, this was one of my, like, players to watch after a big season last year coming back from Japan. He obviously shredded uh, across the ocean and then earned himself a contract. But this is a little interesting to me. I mean, he made the all-star team. He was worth f- over four war, 18 wins, wow. and a 2.83 ERA. The guy, like, put in work. 200 innings is for real. Um, you know, but... Uh, This, rather than, like, fill me with doubt about a four-year 68 million extension for this guy after just one really good season, it almost makes me double down that he's going to have a killer year because the Cardinals know their players better than maybe any team in baseball. The Cardinals get their guys. They understand their arms, their system.
1: Gold standard of scouting.
0: Yeah, so it makes me think that the St. Louis Cardinals might just think, like, oh, this guy's for real. And they think that you know what are we looking at that f- 16 17 a year is worth it so um
1: they haven't handed out a big contract like that S- well actually Zuna never mind
0: uh, no Zuna was still just under contract after the trade oh was it yeah they had him for two plus the one coming up so uh-huh. they've got him for this year and next I believe mm-hmm. but yeah they haven't handed out I think they'll I'm trying to think of the last contract was uh, Jason Hayward they let leave yeah. Cardinals aren't really unintelligent about their contracts. They let Albert walk. Right, so smart let, on their let part. Let Hayward walk. Uh, what a love. To Carpenter's Albert, got a good deal, I think. Yeah, probably.
1: What a love to see Albert finish out as a Cardinal. Yeah,
0: yeah. But, but for
1: the money he wanted, it totally makes sense why they
0: let him go. It is amazing how he turned from like the machine into suddenly it was like twenty five dingers, good year for Albert, and it's like eh, not really. <laughs> Is it? Killing it. Only three years left on that contract. Don't worry. Um, or is it two? It doesn't matter. They hate it. That's a lot. So yeah, Miles. Uh, Miles gets paid four for sixty-eight. Good for that kid. But uh, you know, I, I just honestly that just makes me want to double down on the fact that he's gonna have a big year. And uh, just to, not to just you know bunny hop right back to you, but the Yankees along with uh, Hicks are uh, actively talking to Betances. Yep. And. They have um they've already done Severino. Yep. Awesome. we Hicks we've done. Awesome. Batansis in line and on deck after him is uh Didi. Yeah. What what could you predict the framework for Batansis, being? What did what did they give uh Adovino? Three years for thirty? Yeah. Or was it three for thirty eight or something like that? In that range. It was I, you're I know looking f- at 11, Fumil- 11 a year. Familia got three for thirty. Yeah. So I think. do you think that's the framework for Batanzas? I'd rather give him, like, two for 22. Okay. Yeah. It would be interesting. I'm trying to think if he'll... I think he'll want a third year. Oh, I, I, I definitely think, think he but will, but... I think but he would take two for 25. And I'd be okay you know with I'm that. Just to remove the year, yeah. I've yeah. agreed. Now... Dede's gonna get a hundred million dollars. Easy. Yeah. Okay. I'm just saying. I'm he's just our thinking. captain. I know everyone's yeah. like
1: Judge is the Didi's the captain.
0: Well, yeah. Judge is like the perfect player, but Dede is the perfect. Like he
1: makes the machine
0: go. Yeah. Like Dede's one A. In the fact that to me that like obviously he's not the most talented player on the team, but he is the face of the team. Yeah. And he should be. He rocks those pinstripes yes. and those high socks. Oh,
1: I love him when he was high, so.
0: Plus, he's so important to that lineup. He's like their one actually frightening left-handed bat to me, at least. Yeah. I mean, aside from Greg Bird, power hitter extraordinaire. Shut the fuck. Greg, I mean, he's, he's, Greg Bird's legit. Luke
1: Voigt's my guy, okay? Luke Voigt's... He's my first baseman. Luke Voigt's for real. You're real sarcastic today. I'm
0: not. I just didn't... I. I've, I've, first it was Nicolas Cage. Now you're going after Luke Voigt. Al- These are fighting words, I'm sir. not going after Luke Voigt. I've already gone after Luke Voigt. <laughs> We've done this. Luke Voigt is not a starting caliber. First yes, baseman. he is. He's no, gonna sure. be an all star. <laughs> Do you want to put another jersey on the line? There's no way. Is <laughs> <laughs> what I have to say. That is the only thing I have to say. I'll about bet that. you a
1: crisp one dollar bill right here, right now, on air. Done. No joke. Right here.
0: Shake it. We're talking th- this season. Yeah, this, this season. season. Done. A
1: crisp dollar bill uh, on two twenty six. 2019. Flat? Void? I don't
0: know. Uh, five, six. Se- sounds right. <laughs> yeah. Five o'clock in the afternoon and the night. All right. Would all you right. like to put an extra dollar that Peter Alonso has a better season? I will bet you. Okay, all right. Here- here's a bet. Whoever has
1: the better season between Luke Voit and okay. Peter Alonso is the winner of a dollar.
0: Now, not to get too specific. Sure. But just to, to have general semantics, you yeah. want. Like, are we talking we'll just a generalization of batting war, average, RBI, home runs, home runs war? Yeah, and F- if, fielding percentage. If it gets really close, do we have a deciding factor of some sort? Let's make it like something really weird, like du- like doubles in the month of August. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we'll be tiebreaker. Right. Type- <laughs> okay. All right, doubles the month. All right, that's another one. All right, so that's two crisp dollar bills. I Feel um, richer already. Do you want any other players? Do you want to call out any Mets, or I can call out Yankees. No. we'll come up with more we'll come up with a ten dollars worth of board bets yeah i like it i like it because like we'll have to be able to say no
1: luke Voigt is probably going to be on my riskier side of bets just
0: so you know yeah, i feel that yeah i feel that personally <laughs> isn't he like 27 28 he's my hero he's super diesel formal former cardinal yeah yeah and they don't like good players go so pools excuse me <laughs> No, have they? Can you think of a cardinal that left and was like? I mean, I'm sure there are players. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. trying to think of one. Sure, Jason that, Hayward that left
1: the Cardinals and played well. Yeah, uh, Luke Voigt comes to mind.
0: Yeah, I uh, he had really good at bats in the playoffs. Yeah,
1: he did. He's my hero. He's my first baseman. He's ginormous. You know, people also. are like, "That's my president." <laughs> yeah, <that's, you> know. <laughs> But it's my first baseman? I like it. Right. I, was, I was
0: like stand by your man. I was. I'm trying to think of a player in the Mets that I'm like, I like I feel like that where I'm like, "No, no, no, he's for real," and everyone else is like, "No, he's not." I was like that with Brandon Nimmo really early. Like, I know he's like really good now or whatever, or at least good. We can agree. Oh. But like way early, I wanted Nimmo every day. With no, like, real baseball knowledge other than the fact that I saw him just walk all the time. And I was like, how can we not work with this? How is this not enough to just try? And like, it's not going to like, happen. All this
1: on-base stuff, I don't like it. It's
0: bullshit. Yeah, he's not going to get to start for the first. He's a first-round pick. How does he not get his first real at-bat till he's 26? But right. it's okay. So, anyway, here we are. Um, so, you've got Luke Voigt. Great. I do. Brandon Imles, my ride or die. Um. Let's see. Any other extensions? I mean, there were, I think, several. But I nothing I mean, really I comes to mind the... that's exciting. Nah, I mean, the twins guys, the Yankees are getting hot. I mean, other than Harper rumors. So supposedly Harper, uh, Dodgers jump back into it. You feel like if he wanted to be a Philly, he'd be a Philly by now. I think yeah. I think, I think that's we a good see
1: point. Bryce going to the Dodgers, which kind of predicted on Instagram. Let me get you a date on that, cause um. Proud of it. Yeah little bit so yeah
0: um is now, that two for two today you think they'll go over 300 for him yeah i do now if you had to g- give me a range of 10 million like from you know oh i
1: see from 325 to
0: 315 i like that i like that okay that sounds right and what nine ten years december 21st i called it December 21st do- Bryce. bryce to the dodgers Dodgers. december 21st good looks yeah actually well well done by the ITT pod team wait ITP inside the inside the park pod. podcast the ITP pod I do that a lot I, I screw it up sometimes too. okay this is top notch <laughs> should we throw the interview in now yeah I think we should righty, guys we'll uh, we'll be back soon we expect to be back real soon honestly with um with Harper news so we're going to throw in the interview uh, that we recorded just after the Machado signing for your listening pleasure. God, I hate me. So, me uh, too, if it helps. I, so. <laughs> just the two of us. All right, anything you want to say to the people? Uh, appreciate the listen as always. Absolutely. And uh, if you haven't already, find us on Instagram and Twitter at the ITP Pod the Inside the Park podcast. Alrighty guys. We'll be back in a day or two. Have a good week. Say goodbye.
1: Goodbye. Jesus. All right, guys. So our first interview, special guest today, you know, Jake Stout. You can find his podcast over on YouTube. Um, Let's Talk About It with a Z. Um, it was really great having him on, and we always appreciate it. Um, yeah, thank you guys always for listening. Peace. I mean,
2: well, I mean, you're right, though, because now when I don't think about it.
0: Cashman loves doing shit like that. Yeah, well, it just seems like an opportunity for him to kind of, he always seems to scoop a player while also negating part of the risk, the risk being like the fact that the Padres would have to take on, you know, 20 or 30 percent of the contract regardless, just to shake him off. Okay, so now
2: here, here comes the philosophical part of me here. Is Manny in four years going to be the same Manny he is now? Because you're thinking 31
0: years old. Yeah. I mean, yes, he, he, he's good, but, I mean, this tax is really going yeah. to take on 31 old. Yeah, exactly. I think uh, that's why I'm wondering. It's going to be interesting to see how uh, me and Matt have talked about it, how the money breaks down as far as front or back-loaded, because, I mean.
2: That's what I, I, that's what I would want to see. Yeah, cause, I mean, because, I mean. I, I would front-load, I mean, and then you're yeah.
0: Yeah, exactly. Because I think in the long run, they'd have to front load it while they still have a bunch of like money to play with, without their uh, farm system kind of, you know, th- without those players getting expensive. And we see, uh, we just think that there's almost no way he opts out after five years, se- unless something drastic happens with the way contracts are handed out.
2: I mean, the only thing drastic, though, I think, would happen is if blows them out. Yeah. And even then, I really don't think that's going to be that big of a deal
0: because, you know, I mean. I don't
2: know if either of you have ever torn your ACL, but I have. I mean you're you're backing seven
0: months. Yeah, yeah. And well that's I I think uh we're we're thinking what comes into play there is the fact that they're talking about the D H and the N L within the next three years. So, like, that's, I mean, I think that's part of the equation when the Padres are, you know, doing the math. They're thinking, like, all right, it may, you know, the bat can play, hopefully, regardless yeah. of, you know, position.
1: Being on the Padres isn't a long-term play, but you can see another team swooping in for that 31-year-old Manny with less on that contract yeah. to come in and hit DH.
0: Yeah, well, like you said, with the Mets picking up Robbie, I think that's a really good comparison. Yeah. Well, and
2: I think that, I mean, I think we can all agree that as an athlete, once you kind of hit 30, depending, I mean, not even really depending on the sport you're kind of going to go
0: downhill in some way, shape, or form. Yeah, almost always, yeah, the lateral move, the left to right movement. I mean, even if he thinks he's a shortstop, he's not a shortstop in three years, regardless, kind of like exactly. A-Rod. Yeah, yeah. It's and well,
2: my thing is, is with Hosmer there and keeping Danny at third, that's the, you know, you have to point your infield set. But they had significantly more issues to deal with than
0: worrying about your infield. Yeah, yeah there's a there's a real question about what they're going to do with the starting pitching. Oh,
2: exactly, hundred percent. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, I was just scrolling through their roster earlier, and there's maybe one name I recognize.
0: Yeah, yeah, they got a uh, they got what Clayton Richards still going to be out with a Tommy John and that's like their longest tenured player by far. And after that, it's like a lot of crap shoots. I mean, me and Matt think that uh, that at least if they think they're for real, they at least have to kind of like what the Lakers did picking up a bunch of one-year players, they have to talk about every basically available starting pitcher right now to try and just at least be competitive while Manny's in his prime.
2: Well, yeah, but then I mean as much as as much as I love the whole pick up a one year player, do you're still you're still band-aiding a shitty situation here. Because what
0: is it? Do you guys know what their prospects are looking like right now? Uh, th- supposedly they've got the best farm system in baseball. So like, I think they're just trying to stall. Because I mean, I know uh, the top. The first couple are position players, the first one, two or three. They've got Fernando Tatis Jr., uh, Francisco Mejia, and Luis Urias.
1: Not to mention Mackenzie Gore coming up.
0: Yeah, and then yeah, Mackenzie Gore and Chris Paddock and two or three different. But the pitchers, like we're talking about, are like two or three years behind. So they definitely okay. are. They got a stall at least for two years.
2: Yeah, so you're basically
0: just duct taping a shit. Situation. Yeah, exactly. Band aid solutions are. are hey, what's, just, their, what's, what's their what's uh, their cash state even with taking on this contract? Are they in the luxury? No, no. Uh, only because the Padres normal. This is like way out of left field for them. Is the reason that this they've had the money to spend is because normally they're not like they don't throw it around. I think before this they were sitting at like sixty something million. Yep. Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah, so if they decided suddenly that they're going to ball with the Dodgers and Red Sox, they could go after Harper, too, if they fucking felt like it. From the sounds of it, it sounds like the
2: Padres are like uh, that cousin of yours that sits in the basement smokes weed all day and just has no ambition to do anything, and then he finally decides to go get a job. That's what this
0: sounds like. Yeah, and I'm pretty. we're pretty sure Padres fans are really amped about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, and my, and my thinking is, too, is, okay, what pitchers are coming up in free agency? Yeah, we'd have to, I, I honestly am not 100%. I mean, I'm hoping, personally, as a Mets fan, that Jacob deGrom isn't available in two years. Uh, but as far as, like, young, controllable starting pitchers, I don't know, Matt. T- yeah, take a look at 2020, 2021, and see what we got. Because right now, I can't think of anything... Like, I can't think of any actual, like, all star starting pitchers that are approaching free agency.
1: Chris Archer's still in that long term deal, isn't
0: he? I think, yeah, he's got a couple years, real reasonable. I mean, that's why the Padres are sniffing around Kluber and uh, Trevor Bauer and Syndergaard.
2: Well, all right, so, um, looking at it just real quick while I'm
0: I'm here on my phone. Yeah, oh, yeah. Does really give them enough firepower by himself to get them out of the basement? Um, I think I think they are a Rockies injury away from being the third best team in the NL West, <laughs> probably. Cause,
2: I mean, if I'm looking at it, like, they're not going to beat the Dodgers. You know what I mean? Not, yeah. No one's
0: going to be beat the Dodgers. Yeah. No, yeah, the Dodgers are a machine yeah. right now. Yeah,
2: I mean Clayton Kershaw is is my guy. He's,
0: He's that he's
2: got
0: that uh, California Playboy look about him, so you yeah, know he's not gonna let that that oh, yeah going let go. Yeah, he's locked in. Yeah, I um, I yeah, I they just I think I don't know unless they have a total shift in the way they've built their teams up to this point, they are they are definitely gonna just be biding their time and hoping that those players work out coming out of the farm. Uh huh. Yeah, I think they're looking for a young kind of Cubs core where they can build two or three or four young position players and maybe patch the pitching like John Lester, those kind yeah. of guys. Yeah, I know. Well, all right. Stupid question. Shoot. <laughs> and again, I don't follow baseball
2: the way you guys follow baseball. Trust me, I'm a football guy. Um, what is the Giants' situation right now? Because I know the Giants were making some moves and looking to get rid of pieces. Would Madison Bumgarner potentially
0: be in the Ooh, mix? I hadn't even thought of that. Bumgarner to the Padres would be awesome. He's a he, So Bumgarner's got one year left. This is his last year, and he's probably looking kind of like a mercenary. He's going to be a summer trade to a playoff team. But exactly. Yeah, but I the the Giants are not gonna give him a, like a big boy contract when they're selling off pieces like you said. So Bumgarner yeah, to the Padres right, would be awesome. awesome. He's like 33, 34. Yeah, he's I yeah I think he's like yeah he's definitely thirty or in his low thirties. But um that's the kind of guy that the Padres would definitely love to stick at the top of the rotation and build down from. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, that would work actually. I would like that, but I mean, it just de- well, it, then it depends yeah, on how much money they want to spend. What would the Giants be willing to trade him within the division? I know. I mean, football is completely different. You never trade inside the division in yeah. football. But baseball, I know, is a little bit different. Money talks. Yeah, yeah. I think. uh I think the only place the Giants wouldn't trade Bumgarner is the Dodgers. That's the only team that they wouldn't deal with because that's in division. But I mean, trading uh, Bumgarner to the Padres if they're the highest bidder would would be no uh, nothing off their back. I don't think because it's kind of like trading to your you know little cousin. Like it wouldn't really bother you at all. No, <laughs> they're not. They're not like afraid of them.
1: You wonder if the Padres make a significant run this year and at the trade deadline do they go for Mad Bum this year instead of the off season? But then you're talking about trading to, away some prospects. They'd have to pay a
0: serious like tax. Yeah, because it to pay, trade them in division, you know, I think they'd be paying, like, 30% more than any other team. Kind of like how JT cost so much for the Mets if they was, he was going to go to the, you know, within division. Right. Yeah. But that's, I like the yeah. idea.
2: Well, okay, so, what, with this being done, I understand Manny's a great player, I understand, you know, who Manny is, what Manny can do for a team. What is, what is in your opinion, San Diego walking out of this on the good side? Like, are are they – because I'm looking at their records. They were 66 and 96 last year. Do Do you think Manny, again, now with no help, can flip that record and they go like 96 and 66?
0: Well, I see. Um, I think him and Tatis are going to be huge. I think they can win. I I legitimately think if they can patch even one or two starters, like if they could give me Gio Gonzalez and Bartolo Colon guys that can just go two hundred innings, I think they could win eighty games on the backs of uh, Machado, Hosmer, and uh, you know Hunter Renfro. I think they could actually yeah. they could they could flip to a five hundred team with an eye towards the future for sure. Yeah, but like this is oh uh, man. Yeah, I
2: know this. This is this, this is, is why I like baseball because you, you there are there's so many one in scenarios here. You
0: know yeah, what I mean? with such large uh, with such large rosters, it's anything can happen. Any and you know, and a team built on young players, someone could just turn into a star. Or you know, Manny could tear his ACL again, and you know they flush thirty million for the year. Right. So could
1: just be a big fish in a small pond. You yeah,
0: know? so it's gonna be really interesting. <laughs> I'm just excited to see him get to camp.
1: You hope they didn't waste their money, but you also love to see the uh, distribution of talent, you know. Exactly. The, the avoidance of super teams is is always welcome. Yeah, the
2: Golden State Warriors are getting old in the NBA. I get where you're going with that.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah that's rough. Oh, yeah. yeah, no, it's, it's nice to see West Coast baseball matter a little bit more, yeah. for sure. Yeah.
2: All right, so um, I think uh, Pittsburgh will trade
0: Antonio Brown for Manny. Do you think that's a fair trade or no? Ooh, wait. What was the la- for what? Antonio Brown for Machado. Oh yes, <laughs> perfect. I think they, I think they do that in a heartbeat. <laughs> Straight up. Yeah, I would. Uh, that, God, that'd be. Just, I don't even know how that would. Where, where would Manny play? What, what position could Manny play? Six three two twenty. Put him at Corner, cornerback. Cornerback. No, yeah, he can't do put that. Manny in the box, you there you go. I don't think he could do the lateral <laughs> movement. Yeah, outside linebacker. I like that. No, because this, he's, not tall, he's not quite tall enough to rush the passer, so I say put him inside, let him play his own so he can be lazy. Okay. And, you know, okay. Labor. Just eat up blocks. <laughs> yeah, that's all he'd be good for. There you go. We're I like that. we are putting a, AB in the outfield? AB is playing center, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> um, AB as fast as shit. You can throw him anywhere in the outfield. That'd be fun. Yeah, Jesus. That, <laughs> I don't know if the he's contracts short. match up. If you really think you can do it, you can put him in short. Because he's rangy enough, he can need cover short. The thing is, his arm. He probably would only play if he got to play short.
2: Probably. Because he, want, want be, want he wants he probably he wants hes a He
0: wants the glory. There you go. He put put him in short. No, Dell in center. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> that, I'm not gonna lie. That if, if Julio Jones came out and
2: said he wanted to play in the outfield, I would never hit toward Julio
0: Jones. Yeah. That God, that kid can run. He's so big and fast. Those are, yeah. those are the only players that make uh, Bryce Harper and Manny Machado look unathletic.
1: Uh,
0: Freaks. I mean,
2: well, that was like you know you know how it was with, back in the day with Bo
0: Jackson. I mean Jesus. Oh yeah, well that that was just God given. Like I mean I don't e- supposedly he didn't even lift weights. So no, like he just, just push ups and sit ups. Yeah, like. and ate milk. You know <laughs> or, or ate milk and eggs and just whatever. <laughs> He's just a freak.
1: Bro, Herschel Walker never lifted weights either, supposedly. It's, it's, I
0: don't yeah, even... he just did like,
1: freaky mouth whistles and stuff. Yeah, that's... just nuts. He, they, says, they said he got fast by running after trains. That just makes
0: me sad. <laughs> well, that's like, did that's like,
2: you, you guys ever hear Marshawn Lynch talk about why he's a power back? He's like, yeah, we were out in the street, he's used to play, throw the ball up in the air, catch it, and run into
0: a bus. There you go. <laughs> 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 They'll do it. <laughs> ah, that's awesome.